1: Well done. He is Jeff Phelps. I am Andy Baskin. Dan Menigan is here today. Meredith Kane is answering your phone calls at 216-474-0092. That's right. Sit there. Make sure all the phone calls answer. Try to get you on the air. Be a part of the show. Looking forward to having you on. Alex Van Pelt, former Browns offensive coordinator to the Patriots. To the Patriots. First of all.
3: Yeah. Jeff, your thoughts on that? Doesn't surprise me had to think for a second there doesn't surprise me i mean he has a good resume and i'm i'm just now looking at a story on boston.com and you know it says uh, it says six things to know about him guess what one thing is he didn't call the plays in clue nope what you and i have talked about when it came to so you're going to let this guy go huh headline He helped elevate a Browns Browns offense marred by injury in 2023. See, we were were impressed by that, weren't we? Yes. Yeah, so are the folks in New England. (laughs) And now he's the offensive coordinator. My guess is, Andy, there's no way he's not calling plays in New England because who else would? I mean, you're not going to have the wide receiver coach call plays, and you're really unlikely to have the new head coach who's 37 who was the linebacker coach, call offensive plays. So, Alex, good luck. I hope you do a great job there. I thought he did a great job here, Andy. You know, to be an offensive coordinator for a head coach who's calling plays is a special thing. You've got to really you got to have your ego in check, I would think. And you have to give him everything he needs to be successful. And I thought Van Pelt did a nice job of that here.
1: So, wh- where did you read that? They had six things
3: Boston. to know about .com. it?
1: Oh, um, so, BostonHerald.com had seven. Well, they knew more. Apparently. That's right. Yeah. According to the Herald, he was the most interviewed candidate. That was one. He was the last candidate. That was two. And then I thought this is they put this in there. Van Pelt did not call plays in Cleveland except for when Kevin Stefanski tested positive for COVID during the 2020 season, which was only for the playoff game. as you remember, Mike Prefer was the. Special teams coach that became the head coach there. Uh, they can expect a blended West Coast based scheme. Uh, he's a quarterback's quarterbacks coach. That means, is that like being a man's man? Is that the same thing? Similar? A, yeah. I don't know. Uh, the job was not coveted. Not a lot of people wanted the gig. Van Pelt also reported, uh, interviewed, I'm sorry, with the Raiders and Bucks for their offensive positions. Van Pelt has a lot of work ahead. That was their seventh.
3: That's why they beat the other paper in Boston.
1: They made up one more.
3: Oh, that's not a thing to know. It's an a, it's an opinion. That's what that was. Oh, is that how it works? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, and right, by I, the way, Boston.com also says the Patriots are eyeing up a, an experienced offensive line coach to come in and be their offensive line coach, Andy Dickerson. From Seattle, who we just mentioned last segment. Well, wait,
1: don't we think that Dickerson now maybe has a chance here to come? If, if he wasn't going to be the offensive coordinator here.
3: Well, he went to Tufts for college football, Andy. Probably oh, so that would give him a chance to go win. back to Boston? Yeah. I understand that. Um, I want to no, play I'm, the- I'm just saying, you know, if, you, if you're letting Bill Callahan go, if you want to hire Andy Dickerson, you better make a call fast.
2: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
1: All right, Albert Breer was on the afternoon show yesterday. Um, and he had this to say about Alex Van Pelt leaving the front office and uh, or leaving I'm sorry, leaving the Browns and the front offices play in the story.
4: I think it does matter, you know, because it can set the table for things going forward. And once the front office crosses that line, you know, it's really hard to undo that. And yeah, I do think the front office had a lot of input in what happened here. And You know, look, like I think there's pressure on Kevin and and the coaches to get more out of Deshaun Watson. I think the concern here would be the role that that Alex played on that staff and how in a lot of ways, like, because Kevin is not as outgoing that like Alex was kind of, The glue guy on that staff, the guy who held everything together. And, you know, obviously, I I think the reaction from a lot of the the guys on that staff to the way that certain guys were picked off after the year was kind of like, you know, what do we do wrong? You know, obviously, they were able to, to win 11 games with their fourth and fifth tackles, with four different quarterbacks, with no Nick Chubb, you know. And so I think that there was genuine surprise on the part of some people on the staff that so many coaches lost their jobs. And, you know, and that one guy in particular who was such an important piece of holding everything together was one of the guys on the way out.
1: Oh, that doesn't make me
3: feel good. And now you can add Bill Callahan to that list.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. Is the front office in favor of a complete shakeup of this offensive staff? I They won 11 games. Now, the defense had a big part in them winning those games, but you played with – you play with five quarterbacks. Like, what What are they mad about? They're, what are they? If you want not, to be mad, if, mad. If you're the front office and you feel like you need to shake things up on the offense, then maybe you should be looking in the mirror, saying that, wait a minute, how were we able to get this quarterback off the couch who was more efficient than the quarterback that we went out and like put everything on the line for? That, they have, like, Kevin doesn't have any excuses left next year. He has changed every well, one of his you, coordinators. What, what, what
3: excuse do you need? What do you need an excuse for when you're 11 and 6 and make the playoffs with five quarterbacks? You you don't. Okay. That's what I think, too. Yeah, but I, I like I don't the, think the, that the Kevin only, needs an excuse. My, the, the problem the I have. The only thing might be you don't think you're getting enough out of Deshaun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Deshaun was what, Jeff? You say this over and over. What was his record in games that he started?
3: Four and one. Four and in, one. In, in where he was the quarterback of record.
1: Right. Right. Although the defense played well
3: in some of those games, sure. Here's the the thought, though, Andy. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't the front? Shouldn't the front office be involved in some of the coaching staff stuff? I yeah. Mean, no, this, I definitely is, think so. I do too. Yeah. And, and this is clearly since since this crew came together, it's been a a trio that we've been sold: Depodesta, Barry, Stefanski, that they think is a collaborative. And okay, well, I if if Kevin Stefanski is just letting go of coaches on his own, I would think he'd have some explaining to do to his you know to the front office. I would think those are decisions that are made as a group. So though Albert Breer might be exactly on the money that some of those guys are wondering what we do, what what did we do wrong? Yeah, what did Alex Van Pelt like? The they only didn't thing necessarily I hear, do anything wrong. You know, what hear, did Don Martindale new, do we, wrong in in Baltimore when he was the defensive coordinator? nothing they just decided to change it up and that happens sometimes I don't necessarily agree with it I think Van Pelt did a nice job here and I, the only reason I say that is because he must have he must have either that or Kevin Stefanski did it all and thought Alex was getting in his way and I don't think any of us think that's the case do we I guess is Kevin doesn't think that's the case Sometimes changes are just made in the NFL. Maybe they think that you need a different voice, a different sound, a different thinking, different different approach to get the most out of Deshaun. Andy, I okay. Let's see if they can. I I just
1: I wonder sometimes. And I man, I hope it over. Like, what if play calling is coming from upstairs? You ever thought On about game that? day? um uh, yeah, I don't know how you you can't do electronic communication on game day. So, I don't, can you slip Ask Gray a note? Farmer. Yeah, that's right, Ask Gray Farmer. Can you slip a note like Roy Hobbs? Sure. I, I, would that upset you if you found out that the the front office was trying to call plays on game day? I'm not saying that they are. I'm not. I, I just it just kind of I don't know. I, I, I it's a road I don't want to walk down. But I like I wonder how, if that does happen in the NFL. Where general managers are like, "Hey, man, we got to pass here. We got to run here." I I think it'd be very tough to to coach in a situation like that, where you got just everyone's looking all over. It's a lot of cooks in the kitchen, and for years in San in uh, sorry in New England, there weren't too many cooks in the kitchen. So,
3: yeah, but there was Tom Brady on the field.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I just I just I wonder why they're making changes. Like I, you know, the Van Pelt They want to get better. Yeah, I don't blame Callahan for leaving to go with his son. That doesn't.
3: And I I think it's commendable that the Browns let him.
1: All right, so let me give you a big picture question on the Browns. Do you think the Browns are going in the right direction now that they've changed some things up? We'll meet the coordinators. I think it's coming up, uh, is it next week? We're supposed to meet the coordinators. I read that today. Or that not the coordinators, the new assistant coaches that are coming in. Do, are they going in the right direction?
3: I don't know. Well, I'm asking you, do you think they're going in the right direction? think they were 11-6 and six last year with Alex Van Pelt as your offensive coordinator and with T.C. McCartney as your tight ends coach and David Njoku had the best year of his career. That's what I think. So, okay, whoever decided to make these changes and they know who they are, hope they work. Because, yeah. because you can't point the finger at, you know, you can point the finger at the new O.C., you know, Andy, we we truly don't know the inner workings of how it of how it goes. I agree. Did Van Pelt do everything and hand it to Stefanski on game day? Did Stefanski do everything and just say, "Hey, Alex, can can you can you run a can you run a little program on you know running I, plays here against Seattle?"
1: Is there any chance D Podesta is handing something over to those guys? Well, That's what Andy. Just... I
3: would think that he is. I mean, what the hell else is he doing? I don't know exactly. I'm sure they're breaking down all kinds of stuff. I'm sure Andrew Barry has input into stuff. Let's not be naive. That's what these people do. You don't think John Litch occasionally talks to Kyle Shanahan about plays and stuff? And Shanahan might say, I got it, John, thanks. But you can be sure they talk about it. I mean, that's it's a group effort. That's That's what the NFL is all about. At least that's what we're sold.
1: Is that the way it should be, though? That's where I'm going with this. I don't know. I mean, I could be – look, if Paul DePodesta is handing down every play and every play is working, then why would we be upset with that? We don't know that. No, I don't know. I'm just saying – And the only reason I'm saying their names – Hang on a second. The only reason I'm saying their names is because their names are in our scenario in our world. This could be true of any NFL team. You know, that's why I just – I wonder sometimes when we look at all of our teams – if whether you know it's a manager in baseball or a head coach in football, that if they're getting input like where the starting lineup should be and who should be in the starting lineup, from the, should we be upset about that? Or do you want that person who is the manager to – you want them to set the lineup every day because you think because of that position they should. Maybe in the new world that's not the way it's supposed to be.
3: A- Andy? Yes. What are sports based off of now? Analytics. Analytics. Um, Let's just take the Guardians. Where did did the front office guys go to school? Georgetown, Ivy League schools. Where did Terry go to school? Um, He went to Arizona and he played baseball. If you're going to do analytics, who do you want doing them? The Ivy League and Georgetown guy or the guy who played ball at Arizona? Our football coach went to an Ivy League school. He's pretty smart. The guy ahead of him went to Harvard. These guys are pretty smart. I would assume they're all involved. Hmm. Chris
1: Easterling helps us break down some of this stuff. He's from the Akron Beacon Journal, and he is next.
2: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News.